Grace to you and peace from God the Father, from our risen Lord, Jesus Christ. Amen. The Old Testament reading from Ezekiel 37 forms the basis for our text consideration this morning, especially this verse. Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is why we all are here, all of us. We may discuss the entailments of prophesying, but there is a respect or a dimension in which all of us, through baptism, have received this direction to declare to dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. But particularly in this place, whether you prepare for pastoral ministry or deaconess ministry, the call or the commission is the same. Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Okay, it's one week until the assignment services and placement services, and I know people are wondering, where will I do this? Where will you do this work of proclaiming? Last Saturday morning, according to my custom, I went to the Soulard Market, and I spoke with a farmer from southern Illinois. Uh, He said, how are you doing? I said, I'm fine. The real question is, how are you doing? In the aftermath of the frozen weather from a weekend before, I said, how are the strawberries, the peaches, the apples? He says, well, I don't grow apples, but the strawberries and the peaches, they're gone. There won't be any. And I'm pretty concerned about my wheat planting, too. On television news reports, I saw reporters interview other farmers, and they said, well, I've got crop insurance, so that'll help. The man I spoke to has a day job, and he says, you know, at least I have some income. Crop insurance and another job cover financial loss, help make up the difference there. But I have an idea that even those things are small comfort for the emotional loss that a farmer who invests himself in the ground experiences. Prophesy to these bones. Or you may go to something more on the the lines of an industrial community. The town where I served had actually farms to one side and industry in the town and adjacent to it. And there was always concern about the possibility for a plant closing at labor contract negotiation time, whether they'd be able to settle or go on strike. I had lots of members, white-collar people, who got locked down uh, to fill in while striking assembly line people were off work and uh, populating the strike lines. These days, perhaps, we hear a little bit more about layoffs, downsizing, outsourcing, all of which create uncertainty for people and their families. Prophesy to these bones. Also in the the town where I served, we had a community ministerial association, and we took turns serving as an on-call chaplain for the small hospital in town and nursing home. I can remember one occasion, got called up sometime in the middle of the night, and I went, and a little bit later, after I had 
served the, the family involved. I think it was the charge nurse in the ER who came over to me and said, Pastor Carr, I'm sorry that we called you. I know you weren't on call, but I knew you would come. Sometimes showing up is the quality of your ministry. You'll do that in emergency rooms, in ICUs, in nursing homes, at people's bedsides at home, holding hands, praying with, crying with, people who have diagnoses of cancer, who require major treatment or some other kind of surgery, people whose mental lives are going into the so-called dark night of Alzheimer's or some other mode of senility. And to them and to their families, prophesy to these bones. Every day on the news you can hear about car accidents, house fires, shootings of one sort or another, and still looming large in our minds and hearts is the disaster at Virginia Tech. One of the things that I observe in television coverage of events like that is particularly after, let's say, a murder has been identified or some kind of blame has been able to be fixed, that then the families of victims are looking for something that they call closure, In this particular instance, the perpetrator took his own life. How many times could he die for his 32 victims? How can families get anything called closure? Prophesy to these bones. There's a sentence that has always struck me as part of older forms of the funeral service. In the midst of life, we are in death. Yesterday morning, I called a friend, former member of the congregation I served. He and his family live in Roanoke. Their oldest child, a son, and their youngest child, a daughter, are both students at Virginia Tech. The middle daughter is a student at at, uh, Radford University nearby. I was greatly relieved to know that they were okay. The boy was in a building adjacent to the one in the engineering quad where the major loss of life had occurred. Already, my friend was talking about how he just was going to blot out major media coverage of the event. He goes, all they're looking for is some way to affix blame, and he says, I don't want to go there. We, he said over the phone, you and I know why. Evil is loose in the world. Sin, evil, whose consequence is death, is a desiccant. It sucks life out of us. It dries bones. Wherever you are set down by the Lord's hand, there will be dry bones. When Ezekiel was set down in the valley of the dry bones, the Lord asked, Can these bones live? And Ezekiel replied, you alone know. God alone knows which bones will live, but he has given to us the word which alone can knit together bones, put sinew and flesh and skin on them, and which alone is inhabited by the Spirit, the breath of God which gives life. The heart of Ezekiel's message is that the Lord, God, will act. He says so. Look, I am bringing, 
or about to bring in you the spirit, the breath, and you will come alive. That is the heart of our message, too, that God, the God who cares, there is only one, has and is and will continue to act to bring life to dry bones. He gave his son, gave him up to bone-drying death, but also raised him as the first fruit of a resurrection in which we share. Now, by faith, and on the last day by the experience of the resurrection of the body to life everlasting, can the dry bones of our world live? God alone knows the results. But they can live if they hear, and they can hear if we will prophesy and say to these bones, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Amen.